You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking, and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple courses people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber, and content creator. Welcome to episode 40 of the Calm Down Podcast. Thank you for clicking the play button to listen to this episode. And I am so excited and I am so grateful. Guys, this is episode 40. We are at 40 episodes. And not just that, today being 1st December 2020 marks this podcast Podversary. I am so grateful and I am so, so happy of, like, we've come so far, right? By this time last year, I wouldn't have imagined that I would still be consistent with this podcast, you know, considering some of the circumstances surrounding the time that I started the podcast. So it's been such a growth for us. And then you came along, right? You started listening to this podcast. You started loving these episodes. You you um became a part of this journey. You joined this community. And I am super, super grateful to you. I don't even know how to contain my excitement or really express it but it's 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 huge for me because you know like oh my god one year yeah guys like one year of being consistent one year of being over here additional content recording even on days i don't feel like it one year of you listening to me sharing your my podcast like i really appreciate you so much so in order to commemorate this right i finally decided to do the highly requested question and answer episode yes i'll be answering all your questions the questions that you sent in to me so lately i made a post on the podcast Instagram handle and also the Twitter social handle and I asked you to drop in questions that you'd love me to answer in this particular episode and I got a couple of questions and I've ended up in summarizing them into nine okay so that we don't repeat questions because some of the questions we are kind of similar so I don't want to you know repeat someone's questions so yeah without further ado I'm gonna go straight to the questions and you know (laughs) Oh my God, I can't believe we're one year old. Like, I really, really can't believe that we're one year old. Maybe after answering the questions, maybe I would share some of the things that I've learned in this journey. You know, I hope I do remember to do that. Okay, so let's let's get over to the questions that I got. And okay, so I'll be starting off with the first question that I have here. So the question says, what was your greatest fear before you started your podcast journey? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that my greatest fear, right, before I started was fear of actually not saying something reasonable you know it's one thing i know i say all the time oh that thing you want to do or you want to go go for it start but it's one thing to start right and it's one thing to have something to talk about or something to work on so i was really like scared i i didn't want it to come to a point where you know i just don't know what to say anymore i didn't want it to come to that point so i think the greatest fear actually was you know what if 
this thing I'm wanting to talk about. What if I just get stuck? Or what if nobody would ever even listen to me? Yeah, I also had, you know, that fear of, oh, would people listen to me? Um, are Nigerians or Africans in generally, you know, are they welcoming to podcasts? You know, because that's the thing again, because um, people do not listen to podcasts here in Nigeria and also largely in Africa as much as they're listening to in some other countries. So yeah, these were some of my concerns, but I was like, you know what, this makes me happy. I'm just going to do it. Whoever that will listen, will listen. Even if the whole world is listening to podcasts, it's not everybody that would you know, might like it. So those that are, it's meant for will listen to it. So you know what? Let me just do it. So yeah, that, that was actually my greatest fear. So the second question I got is, where do you see yourself in three to four years from now? You know what, eh? Whenever I get this type of question, where do you see yourself in five years, in three years and all of that? I really... Before, I would be quick to say, I see myself, you know, with tons of money. I see myself doing this. I see myself doing that. But lately, I've come to realize that I feel like as you get older, right? And as you grow, your dreams change, right? This is what I mean. There were some things that you actually wanted to become when you were, let's say, six to 10 years back. But as you grew up and you discovered more about yourself, you realized that these weren't the things that were going to make you happy. For instance, some of us, when we were growing up, wanted to be this, wanted to be doctors. Some of us wanted to be lawyers. But, you know, maybe life happened. Maybe some of us couldn't get admission to study that because maybe we wrote exams and we couldn't reach that cut of mark. Or maybe, you know, we just realized we couldn't do it. And then we started doing another thing. And then from that, another thing, we discovered something else that we love. You know, but one thing I would say is, you know, for that kind of thing, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this because I don't know what I might pick interest in. And one thing I've learned in my creative journey is just to allow myself to be. I feel like most times we are always trying to be because of that saying that says, how is it even said again? I think um, master Jack of all trades, master of none. We all want to be doing just one thing. But for me, I've realized that I'm multi-talented. And, you know, I pick interesting things. And whenever I put in my mind to do something, I go in for it. So tomorrow, I might pick interest in something. That doesn't mean I'm going to abandon the things that I've been doing before I picked interest in that one. But if at that season of my life, that is what my heart yearns for to do, I'm going to do it. So I'm not going to say that, oh, career-wise, I see myself um, being, you know, doing this or, you know, doing that. What I know is that the things that I'm doing now, you know, my content creation journey, what I know that is going to be for sure in the next three or four years is growth. I am a sucker for growth. I am a sucker for the process. I love growth so much. So I know that I'm definitely going to grow. But if you if, I, if you should if you're telling me to like maybe tell you oh um how much growth I know I'm going to grow like much, but I don't know how much, and I really don't know what tomorrow entails. And you see, that's for me that's the interesting thing about life, right? Not knowing what tomorrow holds, right? I feel like life would be boring if all of us knows everything everything about our tomorrow. Like you literally know what's going to happen to you the next day. So uh, basically, you know, the bottom line of all this is that I see myself happy and growing, right? You know, just taking it one day at a time, hopefully, you know, because sometimes I tend to try to rush myself, but I I am also reminded by the loving grace of God that, you know, I have to just take it easy and take it one day at a time. But I am definitely sure of by God's grace, growth and you know, trying out new things and of course being happy. So yeah, that is where I see myself in the next three to four years, you know. Okay, so I have 
main questions here, you know, like I said before. So the third question is, how do you stay consistent? I think this is a question I get most of the time. And I'm just basically going to answer it this way, right? Um, For me, being consistent is when you understand your own consistency piece. I feel like, especially in the content creation journey or for a lot of creatives or, you know, for people that do other things, it, it's different for different people because not everybody does the content creation thingy, I understand. But most times we hear, oh, you have to be consistent and all of that, which is very good. I, I even tweeted about it one time. Consistency um, builds recognition. And not only does it build recognition, it also helps you grow. But I feel like I've seen people burn out because they're trying to stay consistent, overly consistent. Personally, for me, consistency is discovering the pace at which you can be comfortably consistent without burning yourself out. Understanding how you work and how your creative juices flow. For instance, to someone, their consistency is, for instance, someone that creates content like me, their consistency might be, oh, posting three times in a week, showing up three times in a week. They can do that comfortably, maybe because they have systems that work for them already. They have gotten to the point where maybe they have more hands helping them. Um, They don't need to worry about certain things that might draw them back from showing up that three times in a week, right? But for you, showing up three times in a week will take a lot of energy from you, it will steal a lot from you, right? So if you're able to show up just once in a week, make it once in a week and try as much as possible to show up once in a week. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is what helps me stay consistent is the fact that I have discovered my own consistency pace and the, the rate at which I can be consistent and not burn out. That's a very important thing that we have to discover about ourselves because most times we try to like fit in and do what everybody else is doing, you know, because they there's always this feeling of rush. There's always this feeling of nobody wants to be left behind. So in a, in a bit to be in that, you then tend to um, you know, burn out yourself. So discover your own consistency pace. You can do this by trying to do maybe three times in a week or something, showing up three times in a week. It doesn't work for you. Slow it down to two times in a week. I mean, I have this podcast, right? It is Young in Love by Kezia. Her podcast is a monthly podcast. She's able to show up once in a month for the podcast. And she made it clear in her episode. So we, her listeners, we, her fans know that we only have to show up once in a month to listen to our podcast. I've listened to podcasts of weekly. I mean, there's this lady self that produces episodes like four to five times in a week and you know when I observed her closely I realized that she has system she has an editor she has someone that produces she has someone that so all she has to do is to record right so if you want to come to become consistent like that person without taking out time to discover the systems that she has put in place to make her that consistent and you try to replicate that for yourself you're going to burn out okay and another way that I actually stay consistent is by batch creating my content most times I don't create my content in real time so what do I mean by batch creating batch creating is when you create a lot of content at the particular time you have um, a lot of energy to do it right let's say you feel the drive or the motive to create like a to five, six contents that will last for like six times of your consistency pace, I create all of them immediately. I set out a time of the week and I create all the ideas that have been coming into my head and I create all of them. Then I now space it out so I know this week I'm going to upload this. I also do that for my podcast. Sometimes I record three episodes ahead of time. So in a month, I know that since my podcast is a weekly podcast, I know that for the next three weeks I am covered, right? I don't need to be uploading new episodes. 
episodes. So yeah, batch creating and the fact that I discovered my own consistency pace and decided to just stick with it and be consistent with that consistency pace I discovered. Okay, so I hope that helps and you understood what I mean. Okay, so um, the fourth question, how have you been coping with every challenge? You are really a strong lady. How have you been doing it? <laughs> thank you so much. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for saying I'm a strong lady. Um, really, right, before I used to be that person that feels like, oh, she can shoulder in every challenge. I don't need to disturb people. And that was because of the fact that most of the times I am mostly the person that listens and, you know, people come to sometimes, you know, friends, acquaintances, oh, I need help with this. I listen and try to be with that person through that stage or walk them through that stage, right? But and it came to a point I burnt out and I broke down. It was really terrible. So lately, I've just been... I have not so many friends, but like two or three people that I really love. And they love me too. So... In times when um, things get really hard or I begin to feel overwhelmed a lot of the times, I talk to God about it. Honestly, you know, there's always this peace that comes with knowing that you have God around. Because I know that sometimes, yeah, we read it in the Bible. He's always with us through the end of the world and everything. But sometimes it's easy to forget, especially when you're beginning to feel overwhelmed, when you just have a lot going on in your life. So I talk to God about it and, you know, I, I get peace afterwards. And then you know, I will also be very sincere with you. Some days I talk to God about it and I still do not um, hand it over to God entirely. Like I talk to God about it, but I still carry it on my head. So I also talk to my friends and, and you know, it, it really helps. They now encourage you. This is, this is why, you know, it is very important to have friends that sharpen you. Iron sharpen at iron, honestly. I don't know how I can be around people that are not of like minds or don't, we don't sharpen each other. And I'm so grateful for them. You know, like sometimes I talk to them and they begin to encourage me using words and, you know, reminding me of, you know, how faithful God is, how, you know, things that I've been trying overcame and all of that. So, yeah, I think I get through every challenge by talking together about it. Honestly, the Holy Spirit is my best friend and my companion and also talking to my friends who are also of like minds like me and are believers and they always sharpen me all the time. I am and I'm so grateful for that support system. I am really, really grateful for it. So um, the fifth question is, are you sure you are a Nigerian? Okay, yes, I am a Nigerian. Why did you ask that? When I saw this question, I was like, mm, what does this person mean? I don't know. Was, is there something else that makes me un-Nigerian? But yeah, I am I am 100% Nigerian. Okay, so the next question, the sixth one is, where are you from? Like the town. So I am from Nigeria. I am from Anambra State in a town called Nimu in Anambra State. Okay, so the seventh question is, has anyone ever really calmed down by being told to calm down? <laughs> Okay, I, I, I presume this question is in reference to my podcast. And I don't, I don't know. It depends on how you tell the person to calm down, right? You don't just come up to someone that is frantic and like, calm down, calm down, calm down. Or, or guy, calm down. No, it depends on you use, you tell them words that might not, you don't need to necessarily say the word calm down. You know, you can just talk them into calming down. So yes, people have actually calmed down by being told to calm down indirectly or directly. It depends on how the person that is saying the calm down says the calm down to the person that you want to calm down. And what did you see that? Ah, ah, no, wow. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think, I hope that answers your question. Okay, so the eighth question is, how do you get to ask people to talk about something immensely personal to them? 
Um, I presume this question is in reference to maybe stories around the world on the podcast. And I understand the fact that, you know, I'm so grateful that people have been able to share some really vulnerable parts of them in this podcast. And I don't ever take them for granted. I don't ever take that for granted. And personally, for me, it would be on your manner of approach when reaching out. Okay, your manner of approach when reaching out to people to come talk to you in your podcast is very important. And also your intention. I feel like most times, why most people go to talk to people or talk people in into sharing a part of them that is vulnerable or is likely to get more listens or views for them is they're doing it for their own selfish, you know, gratifications of, oh, maybe this person's story is going to sell and blow up my platform for me. Not necessarily considering if the person that are reaching out to really wants to share that story or maybe maybe there's a reluctance, you know. So I, I feel that would be, um, it would be be the manner you reach out to them and also understanding boundaries. I've had people that reached out to me and are like, oh, I would love to share my story on the Calm Down podcast. And then as we, you know, make arrangements for that person to record their story, they're like, I don't think I'm ready anymore. You respect that, okay? You respect that. Just allow people be. And you you know, the thing about stories is that when people share their stories, it's like a catalyst. So other people start to come forward. So I would say just respecting people's boundaries and the manner of approach which you reach out to them. We're reaching out to them. How do you make them feel? Do you make them feel comfortable? Whether you're writing to them or you're talking to them. If you're writing to them, is your proposal more about you or more about them? And when they now respond, how do you treat them? And of course, also having content beforehand that shows that you've been able to handle People's vulnerability when they share their story is very important. So sometimes, most times, not even sometimes, when I reach out to people to share their stories or people reach out to me, they must have listened to a few episodes of my podcast way back. And they're like, okay, I love the stories here. I feel this is a safe space. So actually creating that safe haven, right? Or space for them to share their story is actually important. So I would say um, how I get people to, you know, share that part of their life with me on this podcast is how I reach out to them and also respecting their decisions on whether they want to share or not or whether eventually decide not to share after they've said they want to share and also reminding them that they are safe, right? And, you know, making your podcast a safe haven. How do you want your podcast to be? Now ask yourself, if someone were to reach out to you to be on their podcast and their podcast is, let's say, your podcast or their platform is the type of platform that you have, will you be able to share that part of you they want you to share when you listen or watch their previous works? So I think that's basically it. That's just the answer I can give to the question to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. So um, the last question. Okay. I have always wanted to know why you used the name Calm Down. <laughs> Guys, let me... Okay, wait, wait, wait. I've never even told you how the name Countdown came about. Okay, so let me just tell you a little bit story, bit of story on how I started my podcast. So back in 2019, no, 2018, early 2019, early 2019, early 2018, I've always heard about um, podcasting and I started listening to some and that was when I was still on radio and I just love to talk. I express myself better in talking than other means of, you know, self-expression, creative self-expression. So I've always wanted podcasts and I've always wanted a platform where 
I can share my thoughts and, op- and opinions on any topic without fear of NBC. And you know, on radio and in the media, generally, there are so many procedures before you can get a particular level for you to be able to do that. I shoved off the idea because I was on radio and I was like, oh, there was no need for that. And besides, what am I going to be talking about? You know, I think that stage of no, finding out what to talk about was like a really hit, big hit for me. So I, I, I was like, I took off the idea. Fast forward to December 2019, November 2019 to be precise, I lost my job on radio. So there was kind of like, um, what was what's that called again? Should I say downsizing or something? You know, and I was amongst those that we are told to leave. So I was very, very, let me not use the word depressed. I was so down. When I came back, I was so angry. I was so bitter. For, for almost one week, I was I was weak. I was tired. I was so in pain. And I shut everybody out. So, and I really loved radio. And I wanted a platform to express myself. So that was when I said looking into, I thought about podcasts. I didn't give it much thought. But then later on, the Holy Spirit started inspiring podcasts for me. And I was like, nah, no, no. I don't want anything that will remind me anything about radio. So to cut the long story short, I started the podcast. At first, I started writing down. I really, I realized that I knew of things to talk about because most times when we're looking for things to talk about, we want something that is big, not knowing that that thing is right within us. So I, re- I realized that I've always been this kind of person that loves to speak out about social injustice. I hate discrimination. I hate when people say bad things about the others. I hate seeing people sad. I hate seeing people depressed, you know, so... With that, ideas, you know, started coming on what to talk about. So I started writing them down. And when I started writing them down, I was like, so what name would fit into all this? So the theme of what I want my podcast to make people feel like is I want them to feel at home. I want them to feel like this is a safe space. I want them to feel like this is a good place for them to be in. I want them to feel at home. I want to also raise um, awareness on some things going on. I want, I love, I love stories. I love listening to people's perspectives of life, listening to things that they've gone through and all of that. So I was like, what name would fit this? So I was truly with my friend that day and I was asking her, she was like, just calm down. Just, just, just calm down. You know what to think about. You know it. So I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what to name it. So many stupid names came to my head and I don't want my name Viola to be in the name, like Viola's podcast, all those cliche things. You know, so I remember just, I remember like two days later sleeping and I woke up fully inspired. I'm not even going to lie to you. Fully inspired by the Holy Spirit. I woke up with the name Calm Down. Like, that was it. I was like, okay, I'm going to name my podcast Calm Down. It sounds kind of strange or weird, you know. So I went online. I was like, is there anybody answering the name Calm Down? So I realized, I think two other podcasts, one podcast had the name Calm Down. Others were like, you know, the podcast's that when you, t- when you type calm down podcast on Google has a den, podcasts that came in with a podcast that help people to sleep, kind of like relaxing podcasts. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to call it calm down, whether I like it or not. So yeah, that's how the name calm down came to be. Long story there, but I know, I know, right? I know it's crazy. It's crazy how these things start. And I'm so grateful about the journey and the process. And, you know, starting my podcast has taught me quite a few things that I'm going to share with you right now. And one of them would be to just do it, right? Whatever, whenever God lays something in your heart to do, for the fact that he has laid that thing in your heart to do, that is where you should pick courage and do it. I know it might seem like, oh, so where is this going to lead to? I mean, this doesn't have any future. Um, is it the same for me? What am I even going to talk about? But trust me, you're going to get inspirations. You're going to get ideas. And there are some days where I felt like not recording. I'm not even going to lie to you, especially when I decided and I told myself, you know what? I'm going to make my podcast weekly because there were some times I was only posting based on when I felt like. But I was like, if I'm going 
going to be serious about this, then I need to be consistent and I'm going to be showing up here weekly. And when I started, you know, I started noticing that we, we, we started growing more. And since I'd given you this level of discipline, it was becoming something that I was taking serious. So I've just really learned to just, one thing I've learned about this podcast, Gogo, is Whenever I want to do something, I would go for it. Podcasting made me also realize that I'm multi-talented. Um, behind the scenes, a lot goes into production of an episode, which I never knew I could actually do. And I'm acing it. And I'm so proud of myself. So tomorrow, if I get a new idea or I pick a, you know, an interest comes, I'm going to go all into it. That does not mean that I'm going to dump podcasting and blogging and YouTubing that I do on the side. No, I'm also going to find a balance because for me to have that idea and for me to be able to execute it means that I have something in me that I can be, I will be able to execute them with, you know, not to mention of the fact that when I am ready, I'm going to get a virtual assistant because of course I'm not going to do it alone before I, you yet I slumped one day. <laughs> so yeah, that's about that. Thank you so much for listening to this point and I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast journey. Um, you being here means so much to me. I never would have never believed that starting this last year that you would come along in this journey you would love this podcast you would always come back here for more so i appreciate you so much without you listening it might have been so discouraging for me but thank you so so much for being a part of this journey i don't take that for granted i am looking forward to you know what this podcast would be of in two years time that is in december 2021 i don't even know what to expect but i am so grateful and i am thankful that we have come this far so yeah, cheers to us and happy calm down podversary. One year podversary. Happy calm down one year podversary. Thank you so much, Kalma, for being here. I really appreciate you. I'm going to see you in episode 41. Make sure you stay safe. Take care of yourself. I know a lot has happened this year and, you know, everybody's like, ah, oh, 2020, please come and go. But make sure you take it one day at a time. Take care of yourself. Talk to people. Talk to your close friends if need be. Don't go through that thing alone. And I want you to always know that God loves you. He's always interested in you and whatever that he lays in your heart to do the fact that he has laid it in your heart that should be enough faith seed for you to push through i love you so much and i'm going to see you in episode 41 take care of yourself again bye Mwah.